This is Talking Events, a podcast series interviewing leaders in the business-to-business events industry. Event insights, career help, and discussing the changing face of events. We have Ali here from Vision RT Events talking about stress and stress management within the events industry. As head of events, she's proactively working to give her team the right tools and processes to ensure success, whilst also ensuring a healthy work-life balance. Thank you so much for coming in, Alina, to have a chat with me about this. It's really, really awesome. Um, no one really ever talks about stress and operations, and I know Certainly from a recruitment perspective, every time I take a brief, managers are always saying to me they're looking for people who can multitask, can cope under pressure, who can perform in high-stress situations. Um, and management is almost built in to event operations, but no one ever really talks about the impact of that and how to manage it. Yeah, absolutely agree with you, Charlie. And thank you so much for raising this very important question. Indeed, the effective stress management techniques and well-being have been discussed not only globally and generically, but also we have an increasing number of discussions specific to the events industry, industry as well. So, for example, one of the um, key leading event industry trade shows annex in Frankfurt this year included a dedicated special track in the agenda that was all about the health and well-being of event organizers. We also had the Association of Event Organizers that conducted a very interesting uh, survey at one of their most recent meetings where they asked the um, attendees about how they feel and what they do about this stress management. And very interestingly, 54% of the respondents said they use physical exercise as they go to stress management technique. Only 5% of the attendees said they use um, mindfulness and meditation as the way to cope with stress. And as many as 18% of the respondents said they don't have any go-to tool or technique to manage their well-being and stress. And another very interesting point I came across recently was that around 89% of the UK event organizers view stress as an inevitable industry factor. 89%. Yeah. That's so high. I mean, I know certainly from a recruitment perspective, feeling stressed and burnt out can often be a really key driver for people looking to change roles. I mean, stress within events, what do you think the long-term implications of this could be? Well, in my experience, there is indeed a growing number of graduates who are being put off by the industry because of the perceived high stress levels. Most of it mm. is, most of it is related uh, to tight deadlines, increased audience expectations, irregular working hours. But overall, as a hiring manager, I do worry about whether this is going to lead to a shortage of talented entry-level staff members or potentially even drive away the experienced event organized from the industry. Mm. No, that makes complete sense. And I think Um, sort of environment as well, I think people really underestimate how much environment and being in a stressful environment can impact someone, not just their performance, but how long they're actually staying there. Um, I mean, 
it's it's just so essential to manage that stress so you're not in a situation where more and more is just getting piled on you all the time. I mean, what I mean from your perspective, obviously you've worked in the industry for 14 years in multiple different environments, commercial, client, agency, all of them. What would you say are the factors that cause the most stress for an events operations person? Because I imagine more so than other roles in events, I think people take for granted that operations is a role where your performance can quite often be impacted by external factors that you don't have control over. Um, and your performance can kind of be sort of measured against that more so than other roles. It's a really great question, Charlie, because in my opinion, there is a number of industry-specific factors causing most stress. And first of all, it is about having to meet tight event deadlines, even when you as an organizer totally have to rely on multiple third parties to deliver what is required. So it's all about not quite being in a full control sometimes, right? Then the second yeah. factor I would say is that nowadays there is an outstanding range of truly exciting audience engagement tools and technologies to benefit from. But what it also mm. means is that the expectations of the audience are growing very fast. So you still need to wow and surprise the audience, but it's just becoming a little bit more difficult now. I would also yeah. say, in addition to that, that some company budgets are not growing as fast, but they target and deliverable uh, set up for the event campaigns are still going up very rapidly. And it definitely mm. adds a little bit of that stress factor to for event organizers' role, but you just have to be more creative, I suppose. And then finally, in terms of the stress levels and the stress factors, I would say that the irregular and sometimes even quite long working hours that became pretty much inevitable in the event lead up, for example, also play their role. Absolutely. And I think, you know, in every role, there's a component of stress, which is sort of, you know, normal range healthy um, that is sort of manageable. And obviously it's impossible to have a role that is completely stress free. But what would you say are the sort of key indicators that you're getting too stressed? So it's the point where you need to take action to actually change things. So as a head of events, I'm doing my best to make sure my team has the right tools and support to cope with stress properly. But the truth is that every person handles stress very differently. So I say that it's key to recognize and flag the very moment when you know you have way too much on your shoulders. Because really running events back to back all year round with no breaks can indeed lead to fatigue. And when I was managing um, the teams in the past, I observed few common cases that I would say were the signs of significant stress. So first of all, as we all know, Attention to detail is absolutely key in our industry. Yeah. So inability to focus on those key tasks, such as proofreading of event materials or uh, cross-checking your last-minute supplier contract, might actually be the first sign that you are under enormous stress. Interestingly, mm. I noticed that uh, the majority of people who struggle with stress also struggle with maintaining a healthy work-life balance. And I really think mm. paying close attention to that work-life balance is very important because it can indeed reduce the um, stress levels. It can really help. 
And finally, I would also say that um, when you are too focused on the task to have any fun at work, especially if you are normally quite a high-spirited person, that might also mm. mean that you are under way too much stress. I strongly believe that a fun, friendly environment can really do wonders when it comes to a career. Yeah. Oh, my God, absolutely. And, you know, what you're saying there about having fun at work, I think people really underestimate the impact of just enjoying where you work. I've seen so yeah. many people leave really great roles on paper, really just everything about it, brilliant, just because they don't have that level of social engagement and they're not enjoying themselves day to day. Yeah. And in the same token, I've seen people stay in roles that, you know, not so great company not so great because they really love their team and they have a great time and it it just changes everything and i guess you know we're not machines if we go into work and we aren't able to enjoy ourselves and we're not able to engage mm. with people and feel connected and part of something deeper that's it's just not going to work <laughs> it's interesting that a growing number of um, potential candidates when they apply for roles actually now start to ask about what is the environment of the company like? What are their values? Are they fun to work with? Yeah. And it is becoming more and more the thing that people look for when they join companies. And it's very refreshing and encouraging to see. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, people, it's sort of a cliche thing, but people at work, um, yeah. <laughs> we do with yeah. some of our friends and family. So it, it's, it's so key. And I think it can really be a struggle, actually, for people sometimes trying to find a, trying to assess the company culture of somewhere where you're moving and I, I always sort of say to people look if you're getting on well with the manager and you feel that connection with them that's usually a good sign because they're kind of in control of how much fun you might be able to have at that business and it's that more immediate relationship that's so important absolutely so what so obviously we've talked about you know the impact of stress you know the key signals that you're getting to stress what would you say are your top tips on how to handle stress when you're organizing events? Well, no matter how well organized you are, most of the time, the real pressure starts few days or few weeks before an event. So the tips I'd like to share will be focused on that specific period of time. Um, so what are you likely to experience in the lead up to an event? Well, what you're likely to experience is the irregular working hours, sometimes very long yeah. working hours, let's face it, um, an overwhelming number of emails, calls, and meetings that all must be prioritized at the same time. And of course, the last minute supply changes, cancellations, and all kinds of event-related dramas. And at the same time, this is you need to perform to your absolute best ability. So the three questions I yeah. encourage event organizers to ask themselves are very simple. First, what makes you focused? Second, what makes you energized? And third, what makes you organized? All right. So the first one, what makes you focused, is all about the cognitive factor, right? So understand what working hours work best for you from your event perspective. So for instance, it might be that you are dealing with an event in a different time zone and what working hours would suit you best personally because perhaps you're an early riser or something like this, right? Good thing is that a growing number of companies these days offer flexibility to um, this stuff. So 
changing the standard working hours to make sure you can fit that much needed extra hour of hyper focus in the morning or in the evening can be a really, really good thing. And then also a second point I would like to raise is that you need to always check that your working environment meets your current project needs. For example, when you need to do a lot of proofreading, your environment might be too, too noisy or too joyful for you. So it's all about making sure where you are now meets where you need to be. And then the second mm -hmm. point, as I said, was the um, energy, right? So the physical factor, as simple as that, it can be about setting up your outlook reminders to simply get up, stretch your legs, have a cup of tea, or just take a 15-minute afternoon break to boost your concentration, right? The truth is that if you are too busy with an event coming up, sometimes you might just forget about all of those things without having a reminder. Another yeah. very self-explanatory thing, but also surprisingly people tend to forget it in the event lead up. It's just making sure you don't skip your lunch days before an event. You need that energy. And then, yeah. of course, in terms of uh, making sure your energy stays up, you've got to exercise. It's such a great way to keep you concentrated and distressed. I personally mm -hmm. recommend yoga at all times. It's fantastic. <laughs> And then the third question I always encourage event organizers to ask themselves is what makes you most organized? As the organizer, mm. you are already on the top of organizational skills. But however, mm. few things to consider here. For example, it's always worth to create some really good relationships with your suppliers in a hope that they can do you last minute favors in an event of a massive <laughs> drama and crisis. We all have been there when we needed to have a uh, brochure reprinted the night before an event, right? Um, yeah. So the second point is to really agree with your key stakeholders. You might have your sponsors, exhibitors, VIPs, any decision makers on what would be the best way to contact you just before an event. Because quite a lot of the time in the lead up to an event, you're going to be receiving three to 400 emails a day. Yet it is absolutely crucial that your key stakeholders can still get hold of you very, very quickly. And then finally, I would also say that you need to understand what is your ultimate event toolkit is. It can really be different from what you use day to day throughout the year. And there are so many amazing productivity tools available to choose from these days. You've got your um, Monday.com, OneNote, Google Keep, Outlook, Excel spreadsheets, all kinds of things. And it's really worth taking your time to look into it and understand which tool would make you feel like you are under control. That's such good advice, isn't it? Essentially, what you're saying is taking ownership of your role and almost managing yourself in a way. Yeah. Um, kind of anticipating, just like an operations role, I guess, managing your time and anticipating the problem areas where stress will impact you and structuring your time in a way where you're better equipped to deal with the unexpected and all those stresses and pressures. Mm. I think, particularly at the start of your career, though, I mean, we're, we're sort of talking about how to manage it, 
when you feel overwhelmed, which inevitably will, I think at the start of your career, most people, they're trying to impress their managers. They want to go above and beyond. They want to kind of do everything they can to make a huge impact and do really, really well. So it can be a bit awkward to kind of put your hand up and say, I'm struggling um, or I don't feel that I can cope or I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed. How, how would you recommend people go about having that conversation, approaching it with their manager? Well, I'm glad you mentioned the word conversation because this is really key in that instance. I think it's absolutely fine to, to be honest and transparent with your line manager about the fact that you might just have too much on your plate or you just need some support. And this is the best starting point. Be honest. Don't feel guilty about it and really discuss it. Ideally, come up with, with constructive suggestions on how you see this can be improved. But I think the most important thing is to never kind of bottle it up and assume that this is how it has to go throughout the entire year. In the events industry, mm. you have extremely busy time. So especially as a new starter, as a new um, fresh talent joining the industry, you might feel that that's inevitable and it's relentless. At the same time, you just need to understand when does it get too much? When are you getting way too stressed? And how long does it take you to deal with your workload? And it's always the best way to just start that conversation with your line manager. Or maybe also just discuss it with other uh, colleagues who are more experienced, just to understand how they handle it as well when they join the company. Yeah, and I just think that's just so, so important, what you said there about not just putting your hand up and saying, I have a problem, yeah. but actually, again, taking control, coming up with some solutions yourself, saying, look, I'm struggling with this. I don't know the best way to manage it. How about these options? Would this work? Is there a way potentially through this? And I think just generally in order to progress your career at all, whether it's ops or anything else, but particularly with events, having these sorts of discussions with managers and being able to come up with solutions and anticipate and manage things for yourself a little bit and taking control and ownership um, is just not only key in terms of progressing your career, but also from a personal development perspective. I just think it's so important. I could not agree more with you. And I think overall, this is the key point, the key take that in order to be successful in the events industry, in order to be productive and productive as an events organizer, you need to pay close attention and manage your stress levels, just like you manage the timeline of your events, as simple as that. Perfect. Thank you so much, Ali. It was awesome chatting to you about this. So, so helpful. Thank you so much for inviting me. Pleasure. Talking Events is brought to you by Castleton Clark, a business-to-business -business events recruitment agency. Agree? Disagree? Or have something to add? We would love to hear from you. Please email any comments to charlie at castletonclark.co.uk. Subscribe to Talking Events now and never miss an episode.